Hi, I'm Max, and welcome to the Power Source Podcast, a place where I talk about old school games from a new school perspective. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about a certain gaming trend that's popped up in the last couple of years that oh, really rubs me raw, really gets me upset when I think about it. Um, and it, you know, I'll relate it back to the idea of retro gaming and classic gaming. Um, but here's the topic. Uh, loot crates, gotcha games, and gambling addiction. So if you don't know what many of those words mean, I'll give a brief summary. So gotcha games and loot crates uh, are essentially the same thing, but they are this idea in video games, usually games that you play online, but not always, where players can spend in-game currency to open sort of mystery boxes that contain a variety of in-game uh, items that you can use uh, or wear for their cosmetics. And uh, these items can vary from very rare to common and, and players uh, typically uh, you know, have incentives to get them. Those items might look better, they might be worth more, they might help them win better, that sort of thing. Um, but see, these, this idea of spending any more money on a game after you've bought it, uh, for me personally, is very foreign. And that's why I, I have yet to give in to that idea of, of loot crates and gotchas. Uh, gotcha is a Japanese term, by the way, and that's used in a lot of games with uh, sort of uh, that are in, uh, Japanese or inspired by anime and, and Japanese culture. But see, I, I wasn't used to that sort of thing. I, I just once you buy a game, personally, I just that once you bought a game, that was it. You had everything that was included. Sometimes it would be DLC, but even that would be a one-time payment, and then you just had that fun extra thing, and. That's what I grew up with, and that's what a lot of people grew up with. But in recent times, uh, there is a lot of this uh, gotcha and loot crate sort of uh, microtransactions embedded into games. And it's become a problem. I don't like it. See, I've talked about... Um, financial barriers and microtransactions on this podcast before and uh, I haven't listened to that episode in a while but I'm pretty sure that my opinion still stands on that that money is making games increasingly inaccessible so on this idea regardless on this idea of once you buy a game you should have the whole thing so a lot of gaming companies especially big ones realize that if you can make people have their game everywhere making it a mobile game and making people get the game for free so that they get hooked on the gameplay and then will sink more money into it makes them way more money in the long run than selling a full product for a set price. Which, from a business perspective, really, really good. From a sort of addiction and gambling perspective, really, really bad. So, on that, on the gambling idea, here's the thing. So, gambling addiction, which a lot of people don't think of as a genuine addiction, but it is uh, because of the way it makes your brain react. It's, it's very similar to drugs. So I, I learned about it a while ago. I went to a, a meeting, a conference about it. But essentially, uh, it does just that. It's 
It's people start to think I'm gonna win big. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the the prize. Once I get the prize, I can cash out. I'll leave. You know, it all ends there. But the 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 thrill of of trying to win big and and trying to sink all that money into winning big um, activates uh, similar sort of dopamine receptors in the brain that drug that doing drugs does. It gives us that same sort of rush of excitement and and people begin to sink hundreds and hundreds and thousands of dollars into gambling and people see this like some people don't think it's a problem but there are a lot of people that do and it's it's a fairly recognized addiction in a lot of people because it's devastating people will will lose their homes to over gambling and, and a lot of people be like oh you know it's got a gambling addiction it's bad people realize that gambling addictions are bad so why are we letting children gamble in their video games? Gotcha and Loot Crate are not just simple sort of you play a game, you get points, and you, you spin the wheel. No, because the things with these games is you can pay money to get more in-game credits. And by doing that, you give these kids who are probably left unattended or maybe even have their own hard-earned money the, the ability to start feeding an addiction from a very young age. And it's, they, most people would not even realize an addiction. They just think all oh, their kids are obsessed with their games. But no, these, these are kids that, that might be spending hundreds of dollars on their video game because of their inattentive parents who don't know any better. And they're genuinely addicted to trying to, to get a new skin or a new outfit or, or, or a new weapon or, or whatever. These games all, all vary in, in the things that they give you. But it's, it upsets me to see kids sinking so much money into basically nothing, into, into what is a glorified slot machine. And you know gambling uh, is not illegal. It's illegal in some places. Not illegal in a lot of places, um, but it is illegal pretty much everywhere for minors, regardless of if it's legal or not where you live. It is illegal for people under the age of 18 to gamble. And everybody understands why. Kids shouldn't be able to make those kind of those monet, kind of monetary decisions. They're making a lot of choices with money that people don't think that they are mature enough to make. And they are probably right. There's a difference between saving up your money to buy a video game and, and using your parents' money or the one you saved up to basically spin, spin a, a slot wheel in a video game for something you might not even get and then feel bad and then maybe sink more time in the game or might more time into the game and get more sucked into it until eventually a 15-year-old, all the, a 15-year-old thinks about is trying to get a new weapon in a game to level up their character. And at that point... That is an addiction. And it's it really frustrates me that a lot of people don't see it that way. And it's just these these gotcha games are they really are ruining a lot of young kids and young people's you know, a, a, like sort of critical abilities. They're just not realizing that this is not healthy and how are they supposed to realize it? They are they're they're growing up, they're developing their brains, they're 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 not even done and I'm I'm not that old either, you know. I I know that I can fall prey to that at any moment, but 
you know, I grew up with games that didn't do that, so it's not like I could. I'm just I can see it from a different perspective, but I it's, it's I have friends who who are like yeah no who would tell me stories about friends in their communities. They're like yeah no my friend in this game uh, spent five hundred dollars in two months trying to get this character from this essentially slot machine, and it's just you know my eyes are wide open my jaw hits the floor it's like how how can this be how can how, what kind of who failed these kids who failed these kids that is that's just getting them addicted to to gambling who and on top of the fact that people don't think it's a it's, well failure is on top of it's on lawmakers it's on the big companies and it's on parents and it's a little bit on these kids just a little bit because you know, at some point you gotta be able to make choices, but also not entirely on them. But it's it's on top of the fact that people don't think of it as a problem. These companies are making so much money off of these gambling children that they have no reason to stop. Especially because a lot of them justify what they're doing and say that they're whatever they're doing is not illegal. They said, no, it's not gambling. It's a, it's, a, it's a loot crate. It's this. It's it's not the same. When everybody knows it is, you think about it for longer than two seconds and you realize that loot crate and gotcha are the same thing as pulling a slot machine. And it's ridiculous. And it's ridiculous that, that parents don't pay enough attention to their kids to realize that this is what they're doing and lawmakers don't put any sort of restrictions on things that happen within video games and that these huge companies are pretty pretty mercilessly taking advantage of kids and you can't say that they that they're like oh we're you know we're expecting adults or whatever because you know they, they know that kids play their game it's they can't not know that that minors and that you know young young adults and young children are playing their games and sinking so much money into them it would be it would be incredibly ignorant not to know. These are huge multi-billion dollar companies. They would know. And it's it so it's all of these adults who either don't care or are making way too much money and then leaving these kids stuck in the middle getting basically addicted. And when you gambling is just the beginning. I believe that if you if you start with one addiction, you're already predisposed to addiction in general and you can get addicted to other stuff way easier. This generation, this younger generation is so cynical and so depressed and I don't even think that they're like clinically depressed as in like needing medication type depression. I think these kids are just so deeply unhappy in the world that they've been brought like brought into that they just don't even know what to do anymore. And, you know, seeing these kids fall prey to these horrible systems that are just designed to exploit them for money, to, designed to take advantage of, of their psychology and their, their literal, you know, brain, like the, their, the physiology of their brain is just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because, you know, I'm, I'm studying to be a teacher and I think since, uh, since I got into this major and into this sort of career path, I've become a lot more empathetic towards children. It's it's a very uh, interesting, that whole thing. I just sort of, the f- switch just flipped one day, but regardless. So I've become a lot more empathetic towards children and the way they act and the reasons they do things. And I think, you know, it's a, to, to a certain degree, you have to like, 
hold them accountable for the things they do, for the things they're doing, you know? But then there is a point where you realize that the things that they're doing are their choices, but the reason they're doing them is external forces have influenced them to make those decisions. For example, with these video games, it could be their friends. It is literally the design of the system. It is, well, another thing, another example, because I can't think of any more reasons why, is that Roblox, which is another very popular, especially right now, online, massively online multiplayer game where, um, first of all, children, young kids, can uh, download the sort of workshop and create their own games and levels and program stuff and design models and textures and and do real programming work. Um, and then they can have people play their games and when people play their games, they make money. But they make so little money for so much work that Roblox is profiting way more off of their uh, their hard work like they're they are profiting way more off their hard work than they are, and on so on top they're just like taking advantage of, of young young game developers. But that's another point. But what I'm, the point I'm trying to make here is that there is also a system uh, where players can buy um, sort of items for their characters to when they appear in game, like hats and hair and shirts and you know face designs or whatever, right? And those have value to them for example i think the the, the currency is called robux so the so for example let's say i had is 10 robux today but let's say in a week uh they're they no longer sell the hat in like the, the online store so now the value of that hat has risen maybe 10 times so that's 100 robux and so you know the and so then suddenly you have all these kids and all these very young people basically engage like basically engaging in the stock market which in itself is a form of gambling but you know and, and it's completely unregulated and people can do like kind of backdoor trades and trade on other websites and you can then use that money and it's, it's like what and, and there was one report I, I watched a video of this kid talking about it he said yeah you know i had worked like the whole summer to get all this money and then i played this game and and i lost all that money in like two seconds because I was so addicted to this to this stock market gambling thing. And I was like, what on earth? And people have tried to call for the company Roblox to regulate it or at least to remove that whole feature, that whole trading feature and value feature completely and just make their items available all the time. But it's making them really rich. So why would they do it? Um, it's, it's like... Uh, personally, corporations are the root of all evil. Um, and I'm just, you know, that's just my own opinion. But yeah, this is an opinion piece. So I do think that co gaming corporations, um, especially, uh, I think always considering like gaming history, uh, have always kind of taken advantage of people, um, their fellow, uh, their, their workers um, and their fan base and then, oblivious parents and that kind of thing the whole industry thrives on on i guess addiction people kind of getting addicted to the game because if your game's not addicting people won't want to play it you don't want to play it you go for broke and so you know it's it's an incredibly manipulative min manipulative it's incredibly manipulative system
and uh, sort of industry. And a lot of things are coming to light about different companies and how they treat their workers and how they, you know, basically putting them under crunch and how these, they're overworked. Everybody's overworked, exhausted and, and reaching their limit. And so, you know, I, I don't blame a lot of the people who work for these companies because these companies are always worth so much money. But profit, you know how it is. Profit will always drive people for more. There are some people who cannot be satisfied and they are the ones at the very top because if they could be satisfied, they wouldn't be at the very top, you know? And I think that's just a fundamental problem with capitalism, but this is a video game podcast. So capitalism will have to wait for another time. Um, But yeah, uh, to summarize, I am really frustrated with this with this, this trend, because this isn't like a ton of video games. I named three I named. Roblox, Genshin Impact, and Fortnite. Uh, but this isn't like every game now. Like every, every game has like these these loot crates. And it started with mobile games. I said in summarized, I said to summer, I said in summary, but I'm gonna make a quick tangent here. It started with mobile games because I didn't see it as a kid. And then I started using, like doing mobile games all the time. And I started to see, but, you know, it, it became a, a trend in the early 2000s. But to spend, like, on, like, currency, like, to pay, like, $10 to get 500 credits, that sort of thing, in a video game, a microtransaction, or, or oh, you know, this pay this much money to get this hat or whatever. Like, the microtransactions started in the, in the early, like, sort of uh, early 2000s, late, like, early 2010, like, you know, era, more or less. But it's steadily been growing. But at least those were kind of like straightforward transactions and not like straight up enabling addiction uh, in children, which is, ooh, it really it rubs me raw. It makes me so mad. Um, but let me, let me summarize for real this time. Um, even though I only named three video games, it's in everything. Um, loot crates, gotcha, anything where you have to spend real money or play for a really, really long time in order to get enough money to spin a slot machine is gambling. And it should be regulated by law, even if it's in a video game. Because children are getting addicted to gambling and they don't even know it. And their parents don't even know it. And the psychological damage it's having having and it's going to have on kids is going to be so, so, so traumatic that I think we're gonna see a big rise in uh, kids talking about this in the future. I think within the next five, 10 years, you're gonna see kids going, I had to go to therapy for my uh, my gambling addiction because of the Genshin impact. I don't, I don't even doubt it. I think five years minimum, 10 years, probably more realistically. But yeah, it's very frustrating. And I wish lawmakers would, you know, listen to people, but politics you know how it is anyways thank you for listening i'm max i'm over and out